What is going on, everyone? And welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Ari, and it's good to be here as always. Today, I've um, got a very special guest. He was on a few episodes ago, Austin from Star Wars Editor. How you going, man? Hello, everyone. Um, I'm super excited to be back onto the podcast. Thank you, Star Wars Exchange, for having me on again. I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Well, it's been about uh, a month since I did my last episode with True um, Star Wars dude. So um, there's it's been a pretty dry patch in terms of Star Wars news, but there is still you know little bits of uh, news to get through. You know, uh, there's been little leaks here and there, a couple small announcements that uh, me and Austin are going to talk about today. Um, but before we get into that, please consider dropping a like, comment, rating, or review, depending on how you're listening and subscribe or follow the channel. It gets the algorithm going and really um, helps me out. So I would really appreciate that. But yeah, let's uh, get on to the first thing of uh, of the day. There's been a bit of a rumor and it is that Din Djarin is going to appear in the Book of Boba Fett spinoff series, which is coming out December this year. So um, yeah, what are your thoughts on this, Austin? Um, you know, I think that it was kind of expected after the whole thing, you know, Din, Din Djarin, he doesn't, even have a ship right now um, he doesn't have Grogu and I think that it's just kind of expected you know he's made friends with Boba and um, Fennec so I think that you know it makes sense it makes sense to me you know and they're all connected you know, Din Djarin has the dark saber um, so all that could really tie into this whole thing especially if the whole Mandalore connection thing goes where I think it's going, which is connecting to Mandalore. Yeah, definitely. Well, I remember thinking when Book of Boba Fett got announced, I was, um, I mean, I, I think we all sort of assumed that Din would be in it, you know, at stages, but, you know, it's it's been maybe five months since Mandalorian. Um, so I haven't thought about it for that long. And then when this came out, I was like, oh, that's so cool. And then I realized, oh, yeah, this was already sort of expected. But anyway, you know, it is going to be interesting to see what kind of role he plays in it. Um, he could, you know, just be in the first five minutes and then say, all right, I'm off to go look for Grogu or something um, along those lines. Or he'll be a main character. We really don't know. But um. It's going to be interesting because um, something I was talking to Austin about earlier was Disney Plus, what they seem to be doing is they're like dropping little hints for all their shows in the other shows, you know? So for example, in this show, Book of Boba Fett, some old Star Wars fans might come back, um, have a look at this and be like, oh, the Boba Fett show. And then they'll be like, oh, who's that Mandalorian guy? And then when they finish the episode, it says, watch the Mandalorian. So I don't know, that's sort of how I see it a little bit. Whereas I don't want to, sound like i'm criticizing it too much because you know it does make sense um however you know we're going to see with one of the rumors we address later on that this is just a little bit of a trend um i don't love it but you know if it fits the story i'm perfectly okay with it but um if it proves otherwise um it will be a little bit disappointing but um yeah what do you think of that austin yeah i mean i just i just hope that it all connects well you know it's possible to tell a good connective story. Uh, both of us just got done watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is like part 25 of a whole series yeah. all connected. So yeah. um, I think that I think it's really cool that Star Wars is doing like a Disney plus universe, you know, connecting, uh, especially with like the Mandalorian and the Mandalorian shows. Um, but like you said, I just hope that they're not just connecting just to connect and that they have a story. But I like to think that, you know, 
it's it's Dave Filoni and John Favreau. So yeah, absolutely. I feel like they have an idea of where it's going over the years. That's right. Yeah, I agree. Um, I guess I'm just being a bit overly cautious, but um, you know, we'll have to wait till December to find out. Um, in regards to how Din's going to be used in the series, what are your thoughts? Is um, do you think he's going to be get get his hands dirty in you know this criminal empire that kind of looks like Boba's setting up? Or, you know, is he just going to be that first five minutes and then out of here? What do you think? You know, I like to think that Boba Fett isn't as as much of a villain as we thought he was or like a bad guy. Um, you know, I think that they're kind of going the way that they went with Din Djarin, where there's sort of like a redemption. And so yeah. I think that I, I just hope that it's not really a criminal empire and that because I don't feel like Din Djarin would be a part of that or really like that yeah but so, let's say the thing is he's just lost grogu so he's pretty vulnerable he could just take what he gets you know so that that's that's my thinking behind it at least yeah that is true yeah i'm just excited to see him in the series you know no matter how it plays out but yeah i don't really have any thoughts other than maybe if they're starting to make the mandalore connections early on that they might bring in the dark saber which you know could be a big thing in the crime syndicate absolutely and not just the crime syndicate if bo-katan because oh you know din was obviously not too chuffed about um having to be the wielder of the dark saber in the mandalorian finale so he might just say oh boba do you want it and you know who knows so maybe he (laughs) takes it if bo-katan sees that she is not going to be happy you know, it was uh, just at the start of that episode where she was saying, you're a disgrace to your armor, all that sort of stuff. So it could be really interesting to see how this plays out. Um, but also I was talking about first five minutes. It could also just be that that last five minutes being like, I don't know if Boba's going to be in season three of Mando and he, they just have a run in and then Din's like, oh, Boba, I need your help. We're, I don't know, we're reclaiming Mandalore or whatever. What What do you think? Um, yeah, I think that that makes sense with them connecting to season three because season three is actually going to come out closer to Book of Boba Fett than we think. Yeah. Um, because they're actually filming season three right now. Um, yeah. We don't know yeah. if they finished filming with Book of Boba Fett, but we know from John Favreau's comments that uh, they were going to, you know, f- start with Book of Boba Fett and then start mando shortly after and then film them both at the same time so i think that there's going to be lots of connections to season three of mando yeah it's going to be a whole universe type thing and i think that mandalorian might start to be like the avengers you know where everything comes together from all the little spin-offs yeah well like yeah it could culminate in rangers of the new republic and those rangers could be boba fett dinjarin ahsoka sabine who knows but yeah that that i do agree with you on that avengers theory i think something along those lines is going to happen um in the near future anyway moving on though um onto some bad batch news which are always keen to get because uh yeah next animated star wars series we haven't had animated star wars um for almost a year now it's it's almost been a year since um the clone war season seven finale came out um and so yeah bad batch is confirmed to have at least 14 episodes not a you know a definite number yet but at least 14 and 
This was revealed by composer Kevin Kiner by him saying that he's currently working on episode 14. Um, so to me, this is great news. I heard people throwing around that there could be six episodes and I, I was pretty disappointed to hear that. So, um, but no, we've got at least 14. If it's 14, that's fine. That's how long rebel season one was. Um, but what would be even better if it, uh, what would be even better, um, would be is, is if we got like a, you know, 20 episode season, like with clone wars and that sort of thing. But, um, look, I'll take 14. So yeah. What do you think? Um, yeah, you know, I'm totally fine with whatever, um, you know, I didn't like the idea of, uh, you know, six episodes either. It's going to make for great content, especially over the summer, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, the whole six episode theory came from the Loki series yeah, coming exactly. out. Yeah, And so that's actually going to be interesting to see which one catches my attention first, you know, every week. Which one leaves off on the best cliffhanger that I watch first the next week? Without a doubt, yeah. And look, obviously, you do want quality over quantity, but um, I, I still find with Mandalorian, I think those seasons could be longer. Um, I think it would make people less upset with episodes like um, Chapter Ten with Frog Lady. Um, so yeah, look, uh, I'm pleased. I just think it 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 pleases the fans because it gives us. Because I, I like filler episodes, you know, and, and I hate calling something filler because it really rarely is. However, I know what people are talking about when they call something filler. So this lead, when there are episodes like that that don't contribute a great deal to the story, people can just sit back and enjoy it knowing, oh, it's all right, we've still got, you know, 10 episodes left. Whereas with Mando, it's like, you know, um, we've got two episodes of the season left and we're doing a prison break. Like that's it, it, it might... Um, yeah, it might stop that feeling creeping into um, in with the fans. What do you reckon? Yeah, that's true. I just, uh, there could be a bunch of filler episodes, but like you said, I enjoy filler episodes or, you know, yeah. for lack of a better term. Um, but just if, if there's 100 episodes in the first season of The Bad Batch, as long as 100 episodes keep me entertained, then I have no problem with it as long as, they're all quality and you know i mean not all of them have to be quality not all of them have to be to my liking but yeah you know i still want to enjoy the series overall absolutely so yeah looking forward to bad batch which starts may 4th um so yeah uh quickly on the bad batch i haven't um, been podcasting for the last month so um i forgot to talk about the trailer really quickly i'm just going to brush over it because i'm sure people listening to this I've already heard a lot of other people talk about it. I'll just say it looked great. Um, the new character, Omega, um, they look great. Um, looking forward to seeing what they hold. Um, I know a lot of people were upset being like, oh, kids in Star Wars. But, you know, Ahsoka started off as a kid. Ezra started off as a kid. And those are two of my favorite characters now. So I really have no problem with it. Um, good to just get confirmation that Rex is going to be part of the show. And Saw Guerrera is a surprise, um, but a welcome one. You know, he's just in everything. Rebels, Fallen Order, Rogue One, now Bad Batch. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Um, and we'll see what happens. But just really quickly, Austin, tell us your thoughts on the trailer. Yeah, I thought the trailer was great. Um, you know, I liked seeing Saw Guerrera. I really like that they're bridging the gap with Saw Guerrera from Clone Wars and Rogue One and, you know, Jedi Fallen Order because, you know, there is quite a difference <laughs> between looks. They're kind of bridging the gaps in the Bad Batch. Um, Omega, I'm excited to see um, what, 
I'm excited to see them. Um, I really like the theory that it's a female version of, or a female clone of Django Fett. Yeah, yeah, but there's a lot of intrigue there for sure. I'm excited to see them explore that, um, you know, especially because this is the Bad Batch and the defects defect, you know, they kind of yeah. break off. So um, I'm excited to see if they recruit, recruit more clone defects. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, those are our thoughts on the Bad Batch trailer. Moving on, uh, just recently there was a new book um, that came out. I forget the title of it. Um, apologies there, but uh, yeah, it and it was a Skywalker family at war. There you go. It was written by Kristen Beaver or something. The the person that hosts uh, this week in Star Wars. So there, there you go. Anyway, so yeah, that book confirms that uh, Qui Gon's Force Ghost uh, communicated with Obi Wan ten years after Jin's death potentially hinting at Jin's role in Kenobi since we know Kenobi is set 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. So um, to me, this is kind of the same with the Din Djarin thing in Book of Boba Fett. I was like, I had forgot about, um, you know, the possibility of Liam Neeson coming back as Qui-Gon. Um, but obviously way back when Kenobi was announced, I was like, oh yeah, Qui-Gon will probably be in that. It it just makes sense um, that those two characters are so heavily connected. Um, so I think you would struggle to have an Obi-Wan show without some sort of influence from Qui-Gon. What do you think of this, um, Austin? Yeah, I definitely think that Qui-Gon um, will be in the series. He had a pretty good role in the Kenobi book in Legends. I'm not sure um, if yeah, you've yeah. read that, but yeah. I really like that communicating with Qui-Gon is a part of Obi-Wan's training in that book. And I'd like to see that, you know, perhaps being in the Kenobi series. Because if you think about it, there's not a lot. I mean, it's confirmed now that Obi-Wan is, well, it's not a f- confirmed, but um, they've said, you know, there's other planets and water planets and such. So it seems as though Kenobi left. But um, as far as life on Tatooine, there's not much to show. So I think that, you know, communicating with Qui-Gon could be a big part of the whole series. Definitely. And yeah, look, I think it will happen and I think it should. And uh, yeah, that's about all I have to say on it, honestly. So um, moving on to the next bit of news, uh, there's really not much to say here. It's just more more disappointment, unfortunately. Lego Star Wars has been once again delayed. I've spoken, um, you know, a lot about how much I love Lego Star Wars. Um, played it back in the day as a kid. So I was really looking forward to this reboot, um, but it has been delayed like three or four times. It's, um, I don't know if... Uh, Yes, uh, yourself, Austin, or the listeners are familiar. You probably will be, Austin. Um, with the new M- mutants, it's like a X Men franchise movie, and it got delayed like three or four times. And it is reminding me so much of, of this of this game because I swear every every couple of months, um, TT Games comes out and says, "Oh, sorry guys, it's delayed again." And they didn't even give a, a release date, like not even fall twenty twenty one, nothing like that. So, um. Yeah, I don't know, Austin. What do you think? Yeah, um, just like you, I am a big fan of Lego Star Wars and um, the games and such. So I was really excited, but you know, I would rather them take their time. I have experience with that with um, Kylo Ren: Blood of Vader, my animated series. Yeah. You know, promising release dates, and then <laughs> it, yeah. it's still not out yet. Just yeah. like Lego Star Wars, it'll come out 
you know, someday soon. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just how it goes. It's business. But I do kind of hope to, for TT Games, just don't announce a release date until you know, you know. Um, it's probably something you've learned as well with Blood of Vader. It's like once you are certain that you, you like that is your release window, which they probably were and, you know, COVID, all that, I understand. But um, yeah, it's disappointing, but we wait and, you know, it is what it is. But as you say, um, you don't they, you don't want them to release it and it's filled with bugs and it's a complete mess. So, um, you know, another couple months, maybe you know, at this stage, another year it's looking like, but, um, you know, great patience. Uh, well, let's just be Jedi here and be patient. I just hope it doesn't come out and, you know, suck i'm hoping that all this has a reason and they're making the best video game ever through lego (laughs) oh yeah definitely because yeah there's uh, the more they delay it the more you know anticipation and expectation builds so uh yeah we'll have to see what happens anyway moving on uh another sort of uh rumor we were touch similar to one we were touching on earlier this is from a while ago i wasn't sure if i wanted to bring it up but i thought May as well have a quick chat um, to Austin about it. Um, so yeah, uh, Uma McGregor is reportedly going to have a role as Obi-Wan in Andor, which once again throws out the question, why are they doing this? Is it just a connected universe? It just Does this work for the story? Or, you know, do they want to throw Obi-Wan in there? So when people are watching Andor, they can go, oh yeah, I'll watch Obi-Wan. Or Obi-Wan fans will go, oh, well, Obi-Wan's in it, so I've got to watch it. So yeah, I don't know. Very interesting to see. What do you think? I just hope they don't overuse Obi-Wan in this era. Yeah. You know, I really like that he was kind of on Tatooine, you know. I'm willing to accept it in Kenobi if it's good, if he ends up leaving. But I just hope that it's just not supposed to be known that Obi-Wan's on Tatooine. So say Cassie knows or yeah anybody really knows where he's at it kind of ruins the whole point so i just hope that they use him sparingly and if he's in it it makes sense yeah i agree and to be honest i don't fully buy the rumor um kessel run transmissions did um you know say that uh it was true who have they've proven to be reasonably reliable um but i don't know i just the the timeline doesn't quite match up we know they're filming and or um and ewan mcgregor has only just recently um been growing out his beard so i don't know uh, it could work it could not i but once again i just i don't see the need for it at all yeah if it, it does come to be true i hope i get proven wrong and there was a need for it but um once again it's just one of those wait and see how it goes um I, if it does end up being true i'd be very curious to see if lucasfilm announce it before it actually happens or they, you know, leave it like a Luke Skywalker type reveal where they try and keep it under wraps. But um, yeah. yeah anyway, uh, last bit of news, I guess. Uh, Disney Plus recently released a Star Wars vintage collection, which um, is great. I love that they've done this. There's still more stuff that they should release. Um, holiday special, the uh, the droids cartoon come to mind. But yeah, they so they've released um, the Clone Wars uh, 2D series caravan of courage um a bunch more um but yeah it's been it's nice to have them accessible on disney plus because a lot of people wouldn't have even known what these things are or watch them especially the 2d um animated clone war series which is just a must watch if you haven't watched it it's really good stuff so yeah i'm glad they've uh 
they've put all this stuff up there. I haven't rewatched any of it as of yet, but I definitely plan to. What do you think about all this, Austin? Yeah, um, I've been having fun for the last week watching some old stuff, um, you know, Caravan of Courage and Battle for Endor are absolutely terrible, but you know it's it's a fun watch. So exactly, um, exactly. You know, I hope they release the holiday special, like you said. But you know, with the Faithful Wookie short, I just don't have hope. You know, because they released that short, but not the whole special. Uh, you know, <laughs> I I wouldn't yeah. doubt that George Lucas put in the contract, like. Yeah. Never ever release this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would not doubt that. <laughs> but um, you know, droids um, is confirmed to come. I believe they said in the summer or sometime this year. So yeah, yeah, I'm they did. For that. And you know, there's possibilities of like other content. You know, there's like twenty something episodes finished of Star Wars detours just sitting in a vault somewhere. So. I would love to see that released in the vintage collection or anything released. Yep, for sure. Um, I mean, yeah, it's just good to see. Um, I think it's uh, it's just a good acknowledgement of the fans. This is something we've all wanted, um, and they've listened and they've uh, yeah, they've given us all uh, what we wanted, which is great. So yeah, anyway, that's all new stuff we really have to talk about today. Um, but. Uh, something uh, I really want to talk to Austin about is Star Wars Celebration. So obviously we all know 2020 Star Wars Celebration uh, got cancelled and they pushed it back all the way to 2022, leaving um, leaving us nothing for 2021. So um, Austin has created um, a, a fantastic idea, which is Star Wars Celebration virtual uh, event, I guess you're calling it. Um, it's going to be held on his discord and I'm just going to let him talk all about it because he knows so much more about it than me. So go ahead, Austin. Like you said, you know, celebration isn't happening this year. It didn't happen last year and it could possibly be happening next year if everything goes well. Um, But I, you know, have been wanting to do a virtual event ever since quarantine started, um, you know, last year. So, Uh, you know, finally making a Discord to have a place to do that. And so um, on April 16th or 18th, we're having a really cool event with tons of Star Wars content creators, um, you know, a bunch of reveals, panels, um, games, trivia, contests, giveaways, all the sorts. Um, It's going to be lots of fun from lots of different creators, Um, you know, there's going to be the Kylo Ren Blood of Vader panel where we're going to reveal the first full length trailer of this first episode. So there's that. There's going to be the Doom panel, which is the live action Star Wars Rebels fan film. Um, so there's going to be a panel with that with some cool reveals. Um, there's, you know, just tons of cool stuff, tons of cool trivia and um, you know, even your very own Star Wars Exchange um, is going to have his own live podcast recording panel. So you can even come and watch a live recording of his um, podcast next week. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, yeah. Also, just to add to what he said, there's a lot of guests that have been on this podcast, Star Wars Dude, 
um, Mike from All Star Wars. They've got um, panels that they're hosting or are going to be a part of. Um, and yeah, so I'm going to be hosting my own panel. It's um, pretty much just going to be run like how all these podcasts are run, except it's going to be live so we can have interaction with the chat. Um, and it's not, it's not going to be quite our traditional episode. Me and Austin were talking about it before. Um, we're not really going to talk about news or that sort of thing. Um, it's going to be quite different, but I think you guys are going to love it. So make sure you're there. My panel is on April 16th, 5 p.m. Pacific time. So um, yeah, I hope to see you all there. Um, but Austin, do you want to talk more about the the dates just for the whole event? Yes. Yeah, so um, April 16th through 18th, um, Friday, if you're looking to watch the Star Wars Exchange panel, it'll be Friday at 5 p.m. Um, Pacific Standard Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, so that'll be uh, one of the panels. Um, first panel to kickstart will be Kylo Ren, Blood of Vader. Uh, but yeah, the whole event, so Friday is going to be about a half day, so it'll start at 12 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And then Saturday will start at 9 o'clock or 9 o'clock a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So uh, we're going to have one half day, two full days, lots of cool stuff. We'll have, you know, a diversity in Star Wars panel, a Star Wars Rebels Remembered panel hosted by Star Wars Dude. Yep, yep. Lots of cool stuff, so. Yep, absolutely. It's going to be a load of fun. Um, You can find more information about it on um austin's instagram star wars editor um also on your website i believe you've just uh wrote up a bunch of information yes so if you go to my instagram star.wars.editor or you can go to my website uh sweditorig.com or twitter which is <laughs> sweditorig um all those places have the link to the discord you can come in join the discord and when you join uh, there'll be a section for celebration and part of that is getting the celebration roll um, which is registering for celebration it's really easy you just click one button and you'll have access to celebration on april 16th through the 18th so too easy that's right so yeah make sure you come along um yeah as austin just touched on you actually have to be in his discord to join this all the links are um you know at his social medias which he just said so yeah look it's going to be a load of fun i can't wait um it's going to be yeah great to have a live interaction with an audience i'm really looking forward to that but also make sure you um you check out some of the other panels there's going to be some really good ones um yeah obviously the blood of vader one's going to be great they're revealing the trailer for that um but yeah that just about wraps up this week's uh episode austin once again thank you so much for coming on Thanks so much for having me. Um, you know, lots of cool stuff coming in Star Wars, lots of, you know, fun stuff coming up and collaborate with you on a bunch of cool stuff. So thanks for having me on, man. Yep, no worries. Um, we'll, we'll definitely have you on again, as always. Uh, you heard all of Austin's plugs. Uh, go check out all his social medias um, for more. But yeah, that wraps up this week's episode. If you haven't already, please drop a like, comment, rating, or review, depending on how you're listening and subscribe or follow the channel. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at the SW exchange and on Instagram at star Wars underscore exchange. I'll see you all next time. As always, thanks for listening and may the force be with you. <laughs>